Do you owe the IRS over $10,000? Do you have unfiled tax returns? Has the IRS garnished your paycheck or taken money out of your bank account? Or worse, do you owe payroll taxes? Has the IRS filed a lien against you? Look, you can't do this on your own. You'll get creamed. It's Dana Roselli and Sean McAllister from the Vegas Revealed podcast. We're sponsored by Targeted Tax Relief this week. And if you owe the IRS over $10,000, Tracy may be able to settle your entire IRS tax debt for up to 85% off the original amount owed, including penalties and interest if you qualify. Don't call some 800 number that's 10 states away. Call someone who we know and trust. Call now. 888-843-4113. Tracy has helped taxpayers resolve their tax issues with the IRS and state departments of revenue, and she can help you too. Call 888-843-4113 to get immediate relief today. The IRS is making deals right now under their new Fresh Start program. Call 888-843-4113 for your free, no-obligation consultation to find out if you qualify. Call Tracy at Targeted Tax Relief in confidence. Call now for that free consultation. Again, it's 888-843-4113 or check them out online at TargetedTaxRelief.com. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 98 Would you rather buy a car or see Adele in concert on the Strip? That's the kind of decision that diehard fans are having to make right now. Yeah, she's probably saying, go easy on me. Plus, David Lee Roth is in high demand, even in retirement. Just when I get out, they drag me back in. And it's become a holiday tradition here on Vegas Revealed. A chat with Backstreet Boy, Nick Carter. The more that I uh, continue to stay in Las Vegas after almost five years of being here. I've become closer and closer to so many people. Um, so it's it's a great community. And even more A-list headliners announced residencies. We've got the news that fans are excited about. Let's spin the wheel and get right to it. Welcome, everyone, to Vegas Revealed, episode 98. Dana Roselli and Sean McAllister here as we're rolling right through December, approaching 2022. I know, and you know, there's no better way to end the year than with a good boot scootin' boogie. (laughs) That's right. And that's what we did just the other night. Uh, Went over to see Reba and Brooks and Dunn at the Coliseum over at Caesars Palace. I know, we had great seats, I'm not gonna lie, and it was fun to see these guys up close. And just, you and I were chatting about just how flawless the whole show Uh. is. These guys have been doing it forever. They are country legends, and what a pleasure to see them perform, enjoy what they do, and not, like, work too hard. They don't, like, force it, you know? No, it's not forced at all. And, you know, Reba and and Brooks and Dunn, they have toured together for decades. Mm -hmm. I mean, going back, I think it was in the at some point in the early 90s when they started touring together. And they have just been great buddies ever since, and they love doing shows together. And you can really tell that they that there is an affection 
among them when they're up on stage together. Yeah, I mean, you can tell they've known each other a long time. You're right. And we were at the Coliseum while, like, the National Finals Rodeo is going on, too. So, like, the whole Coliseum was just, you know, I just felt like they were real true fans. Oh, there were cowboy hats. It was There were great. rhinestones. There were cowboy boots galore. Oh. And uh, the Neon Moon and Boot Scoot and Boogie and Reba singing Fancy. It just, the whole thing was great. If you want to check out her outfit changes, because I was super impressed at, like, the rhinestones and the country glam, I put it on my reels on Instagram and also the Vegas Revealed TikTok and Twitter. You'll find the outfit changes. Someone got mad at me and said, don't post that. I haven't seen the show yet. You're revealing everything. And I'm like, ah, they've got two more shows. If you haven't been yet, then... You it's know, the end of the run. Roll past it. We we were there for uh, the 100th performance of uh, Reba and Brooks and Dunn's Las Vegas residency. Um, by the time this comes out, they'll be ending mm-hmm. their residency. So Reba, Brooks, and Dunn won't have a show in Vegas anymore. It was a great show. We had a blast. We were looking around the Coliseum, though, and we were thinking, okay, Adele is going to perform here. Uh, we talked about it last week. Huge announcement. And this week... It's all about who's going to get the tickets. So I signed up. Uh, We talked about how Ticketmaster was doing this verified fan situation in order to even qualify to buy tickets. And I got an email back that verified me as a fan, but it essentially told me that I was on the wait list for the wait list. They were like, you're not good enough to make the first wait list. You need to wait, and if people drop out, then maybe you get a crack at it. Right, and I even saw an Insta story. Our friend Amanda that works at Live Nation said, I don't have Adele tickets. Stop (laughs) asking me. And it's like, just give it up. These are in high demand. Well, speaking of that, how many people reached out to you about Adele? Because I know I got a lot of messages of people saying, oh. What do you know about these Adele tickets? See, and what I'm getting is like, there's no way I'll be able to afford it or I have the patience to try and get one. I would have loved to go. It's on my bucket list. But a lot of people I know are just like, I'm not even going to bother trying. I know like it's not going to (laughs) happen. And even if you are lucky enough to have the opportunity to buy tickets, there's a good chance that you can't even afford it. I mean, the prices, and it's really hard because it's like, I don't want to, like, you see people say things and you're like, well, where did they see that? And is it the truth? So, you know, we're careful to say, like, I haven't seen the prices myself in front of the page sitting on Ticketmaster. Because we're not qualified to look at them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I have seen screenshots and there's some people I trust on Facebook and stuff that have been in the the Vegas world for a long time that have, have gotten in there. And we were looking at some of the prices, and they are true to what I have heard. I mean, some of these prices are $10,000, $17,000. There Jeez. is a front row section, section 104, right in front of the stage, at $23,173 for two tickets. So, yeah. So you could buy two 10. smart cars it's for unreal. that. Two smart cars. Two smart cars. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> we could have two Vegas revealed smart cars rolling around the streets of Las Vegas. With tinted windows. With tinted windows, all pimped out. <laughs> or we could go see Adele. Oh my God. We could get one seat to Adele. Listen, I'm the type of like, Jeez, I don't need God. to see her that bad. I'm good. Thanks. I'll roll down the strip in my smart car with Adele blasting, and that'll be good for me.
here's the funny thing. People will spend $10,000 on tickets, and you know what I they'll know, do? They'll I have know. their phone up the whole time recording That's true. it. <laughs> and they won't even watch it. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, listen, whoever can afford it, whoever wants to treat themselves, good for you. Uh, congratulations. I hope everyone that wants to go will get the chance. Um, they're trying to do it the right way. And, Sean, you pointed out before we started the podcast that there is that demand system on Ticketmaster where sometimes you'll log on, and if it isn't high demand at the moment, the prices go up. They, they do could go surge down. pricing, they, right. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe... So that's why I'm curious. One like, night at like what the base level ticket price is without the Ticketmaster surge pricing added in. I don't think we know. We don't, don't know. know. Yeah. And there is such incredible global demand for these tickets. We may never know. But another thing that I wanted to point out, Dana, about the Adele concerts is that these are these shows are going to have the most strict COVID protocols. Uh, that we've seen oh. in Las Vegas. Not only do you have to be fully vaccinated in order to attend the shows, you also need to provide proof of a negative test in addition to your vaccine status. Mm -hmm. So what I'm wondering is if there's the possibility that some, you know, very late, uh, you know, same day tickets might become available if people fail a, a COVID test. Sean, are you wishing someone test positive for I, COVID and that you can wait outside of the Coliseum on the steps? And I am grab not their wishing ticket? it on anybody, <laughs> I but I am just throwing it out there that it's a possibility <laughs> that tickets may become available for that reason. I know. Oh my gosh. You're right though. I mean, it could be, you know, but those are going to be in high demand too. <laughs> Oh, crap. How much are those going to be? Oh, my gosh. Ugh. I don't know. Listen, um, you know, hopefully it's the beginning of something that she'll continue to do. Keep that in mind. Once something starts and it goes really well in Vegas, usually they'll be back. And maybe as shows go on and on, it's either going to do one thing or the other. And it's going to be everyone loves it so much because they're going to see all the little social media posts and people say it was the best experience of my life. And they're going to want to go more or, you know. It's a big, huge rush at the beginning, and then maybe there'll be better chances later. I don't uh, know. Well, and she's apparently, Adele is a, a reportedly making a million bucks per show. Mm -hmm. So she's doing weekends, so two million bucks per weekend. That could be a very nice incentive to keep these shows going. Well, I mean, a million, I mean, a million bucks she's making is like Section 106 at the Coliseum, <laughs> right? All the tickets. <laughs> It's pretty much like one section of tickets. That's so true. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. God. Then all the merchandise and the oh, – I mean, there's geez. a lot. Yes. Anyway. Oh. Uh, well, listen. <laughs> As I said at the beginning of the show, she's probably thinking, everyone, just go easy on me. <laughs> if you get tickets, let us know how the show is. Exactly. Uh, a couple other big shows announced this week, actually. What was it? Monday. We were like, boom. Bo we were like, holy cow. I woke 7 up. 7 a.m. Yeah, 7 a.m. Monday. It's like, man, the week has begun. John Legend coming to Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood with a residency. And then. That's going to be a baby making show. But it will be. What is it called? Love in Las Vegas, Love right? Love in Las Vegas. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be his first residency. He's done a couple shows here. He actually recently did one at the Cosmopolitan, I think. 
I saw him at the One Night for One Drop uh, fundraiser that Cirque du Soleil puts on years back. It was mostly a performance at the piano. It was great. But I'm looking forward to seeing him because I saw his little trailer. It looks a little, you know, a little spicy. Oh, it's like a a movie, like a theatrical movie trailer for his residency. And it's very, it's very sexy and very... uh, yeah. It's going to be good. It is going to be good. I mean, it's John Legend. You it can't is. go wrong with him. I know. And then we've got Michael Bublé who announced he's coming to Resorts World. So what it's interesting is, you know, and we, we're still, we all say we're going to stop calling them residencies, but we still call them residencies because nobody's thought of another name yet. <laughs> and when we say... Bublé re- is more of a limited engagement. Yeah I, yeah, I would say limited engagement, right? Because he's doing like six shows. Yeah. I think it's like April and May. So that's going to be great. Um, but I like that it's uh, new people who haven't had that show. They've just done the one-offs. Right. And yep. now they're going to have a bunch. So I like seeing, you know, John Legend, Michael Bublé, like new names coming in. Um, adds to all the freshness that we've had, you know, going on with, you know, since we reopened and been trying to kind of keep things pumping here in Las Vegas. So Michael Bublé will be at Resorts World, John Legend at Planet Hollywood. That'll be a good spot for John Legend. He's going to pack that theater for sure. Uh, David Lee Roth, the iconic rocker, uh, has had shows on the book over at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay, um, which it's kind of funny because didn't he retire, Dana? David Lee Roth retired. Well, apparently, yeah. And so he kind of jokes around himself like so far no good (laughs) just when i get out they drag me back in look i'm vulnerable i feel sensitive if i sound that way to you i'm in the middle of my first retirement and i'm going to extend my world goodbye tour of las vegas at the house of blues for two more weekends just like you would if you could yeah, so David Lee Roth's other shows over at uh, the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay, they all sold out. So he's added more shows just to meet the demand of fans who are like, David Lee Roth, we need you back on stage. We can't have you sitting at home enjoying iced tea. We need you back up rocking. <laughs> right. Well, he's going to do it, and I think it'll be great. He might come out of retirement again after that, and after that, and after that. So We can only hope. Good for him. I mean, I think it's hard. You decide to retire, and when you've had such a big life and a big career, you sit around and you go, hmm, did I make the right decision? I might want to do a few shows here and there. Right. Didn't Elton John retire? And then he still does stuff? Or he just said he wasn't going to tour anymore. He wasn't going to tour That's anymore. Because right. he's been doing stuff. And but I'm like, he left open the possibility of coming back and doing more Las Vegas shows, which mm-hmm. I'm really hoping for. His shows at the Coliseum were amazing. Elton, if you're listening to Vegas Revealed, come on back to Vegas. Yeah, he's great. I love the stuff he's been doing, all the collaborations and stuff lately. Wouldn't that be a killer show? Yeah. If he had all of his new collaborative music in in a, a residency show, Elton John and Friends. Yes, that would be cool. Listen, I'm loving these collaboration shows. They're but they've been my like favorite thing so far this year. When people come together from similar-ish yes. music backgrounds but a little different and so that would be really cool. Hey, you know, we have people listening who can make that happen, so <laughs> Got to put it out there. For sure. Well, if that's the case, then Sean and I would really love to open the show and welcome the crowd with a few jokes and maybe some cocktails. Got to put it out there.
<laughs> and didn't Carrie Underwood add shows? I saw you tweet about that, and and I was excited for her because I mean sometimes you, I feel like when you're brand new, you kind of test the waters. I mean we knew it was going to be great, but obviously there's demand now and there's room because Celine isn't probably going to return anytime soon or even hit that new theater because of her medical issue she had and she's got to go on do on her own tour and all that well you know what it's just like Carrie sings there must be something in the water because after her very first show here in Las Vegas at Resorts World she did she added more shows I think she added six more dates um, in 2022 Uh, to her residency over at Resorts World. So well done. What an incredible launch to her residency. Carrie's first batch of shows are now wrapped up. Um, She'll be back in Las Vegas in March. March, right. And then May is where the, I think the May is the the additional The May are the additional dates, right. And in in the meantime, we're going to have Katy Perry opening later this month. Then in the new year, Luke Bryan hits the stage. And then Michael Buble. And then Carrie Underwood is back. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we've got a great lineup over at Resorts World. Speaking of Michael Buble, I saw him on TikTok the other day. And I saw him on one of the late night shows talking about You said he's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, he's funny. Well, because he's, you know, known for being kind of dry right and like so i feel like okay i don't know if it's hilarious but it's <laughs> funnier than we would normally think michael buble would be and he is take he's taking on basically making fun of the fact that everyone thinks he's dry and he only and he hibernates all year and comes out for the holidays <laughs> so it's good for a chuckle it is good for a chuckle okay. yeah good for you michael buble <laughs> poking a little fun at himself and having fun on tiktok um uh, we're going to talk a little bit later about Resorts World and what they're doing for the holidays because it's a brand new resort and they haven't been here during the holidays. So we talk about displays at different resorts all the time. Well, we just got an update on what they're doing. But first, um, we also just got something about New Year's Eve fireworks, right? That's right. Uh which in the next week or so, we'll be getting more details about it. But Las Vegas, again this year, is going to be returning to having a massive a New Year's Eve firework display. Now, you may recall last year that was called off because Las Vegas didn't want to encourage the masses of people getting together on the Strip to watch this massive firework display. Well, now that people are getting vaccinated and all that, um, it's safer to get people back out in the outdoors, which is great. Um, There is going to be another massive firework display, America's Party, 2022 is going off in Las Vegas. We'll have more details for you next week. That's always good because it's outside, too. You know, everyone freezes if it's freezing out, but enjoys it anyway. Or, you know, the weather here many, many times on New Year's Eve is actually pretty mild and nice. So hopefully, but anyway, it's outdoor, just so that's a good thing. I usually watch the fireworks on TV from a party at somebody's house. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I've stood out there year after year after year. I know, I know. And, and yeah, it's some weeks, like I said, some years are great, and other years, oof. You freeze your, you, freeze you have it. like, your toes are numb. Your toes are numb, I know. But it's never as bad as upstate New York, where we're from, right? Well, that's true. I mean, can you imagine? The desert does thin your blood. It does. It's we cold. came out here with thick blood, Roselli, <laughs> and it's turned into water. It has. Hey, you know, Dana, looking at um, the downloads of our podcast in the last week or so, uh, there was a massive spike in downloads of an episode from a year ago, and that's when we interviewed Backstreet Boy Nick Carter. 
Right. People love Nick. And, you know, he's a great guy. He also lives here in Las Vegas. And, you know, the Backstreet Boys are huge. Boy bands are bigger than ever. You know, we just had, what, that huge performance by New Kids on the Block and New Edition at the uh, American Music Awards. Right. And they just seem to just keep in doing shows and specials and collaborations and music on their own. So we were looking at the numbers and we thought, that's so interesting because we happen to have a interview booked with Nick this week. Yeah, we just did this interview a, a couple hours ago, and it's always great to catch up with Nick, see what he's up to in his life, and catch up on everything that he's got going on in the music world, too. Well, it's always fun. You know, we're interviewing Nick Carter right now, and we're both in Las Vegas, which is is rare, but we love that Nick lives here. We discovered that last year when we interviewed him. Yep, and uh, it's great to see you again, Nick. I feel like this is... It's almost a year ago that we spoke last, and I feel like it's becoming a holiday tradition, and we should just put it on the calendar for next year. I know, I know. Thank you for having me back again, though. Um, it's it's awesome to uh, to to be able to still be a part of this community and learn more and more. The more that I uh, continue to stay in Las Vegas after almost five years of being here, I've become closer and closer to so many people. Um, so it's it's a great community. It really is. And listen, we love it. And we love what you do for a cure for the kids. So let's just dive into that. This sounds like a really fun event that's coming up on the 16th. Um, you got to get tickets now. Only a thousand people will be led into this special holiday dinner and sing along, right? Absolutely. So um, you can go to cureforthekids.org uh, to learn all about it. Um, it is called Home for the Holidays. And what I'm doing is allowing uh, people to, to purchase a ticket. Uh, I think it's $25 for the entry fee. Uh, you will get a recipe uh, that we will be cooking at our home with a celebrity chef, uh, Naisha Arrington, and then Billy Harris as well is going to be coming. These are TV personalities. I'm, gonna, I'm inviting some friends from the strip who actually perform. I'm not going to give it away yet, but people who actually perform on the strip are going to come over to the house. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then at the end, the very end, uh, I have this uh, little uh, karaoke machine. Uh, that I bought on Amazon and I'm just going to perform like five songs at the end on like holiday songs and some Backstreet Boys songs on this karaoke machine. And we're just really, it's going to be a lot of fun. My kids are going to be running around the house. We're going to be cooking with the people who, who are registering and um, just raising money for Cure for the Kids, uh, a, a foundation out here that uh, I've uh, come to love and appreciate and uh, raising money for childhood cancer. And, and Nick, I want to go back to these special guests just for a second, because we know that Adele just announced her residency. <laughs> Are you going to blow our minds and have her show up in your living room? Uh, she might be pretty busy right now. I was, it's going to be tongue in cheek. It's going to be cheeky. It's going to be fun. It's going to be all I could say is that um, one of the guests actually is a, a, a shade of a it's it's they go by a, a color on the strip and they're a group. But I, don't, okay. I, don't, I have no all idea right. what, what who they are. Okay, got it, <laughs> got it, got it. That's oh, you got teaser. it, you got it. <laughs> That's one of them. And I, uh, I love I, uh, um, Lance Bass from Insync. He's gonna call in. Um, also, uh, just a lot of guests are gonna because they all these are people who are part of the community out here. Um, and maybe even John Taffer might call in, buddy of mine uh, from Bar Rescue. So you know, we're just we're just doing everything we can right now. Like we're this holiday season. Not not everyone's going to have the the um, the privilege to be you know in in our in their home with their families, and some people are going to actually be in the hospital. And I think that that's the most important part is to 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 do something for those people who who need help. 
Yeah, I mean, it is so great when fortunate people, you know, can take time to go, okay, realize what you have and then make sure that we take care of the others. And I think that's what this is about. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think what's cool with your support of Cure for the Kids, I mean, you guys, even on tour, have have taken time over the years to stop in and see kids at children's hospitals. Yeah. And how did that start at well, the beginning? Well, I mean, it, it just basically was... You know, our fan base, um, we've, we used to work with, uh, uh, still do when we're on the road, Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, St. Jude's and different organizations out there who, when we would come on tour um, in certain cities, you know, the, we would get requests from families and, and, and kids who are in the hospital who either wanted to come to the show and we would invite them to the show, uh, give them a break from being in the hospital or, you know, uh, just anybody who, who we could kind of lift their spirits up and, and we would then also, if we couldn't, they couldn't come to the show, maybe the next day we would, in a certain city, we would stop into the hospital and visit those families and those people and the children. And, and we would, it would just brighten up their day to see like an, an artist that they listened to someone. We would hear all these stories, um, uh, countless stories of people saying that they would, they were going through surgeries or procedures and, and treatments and, and they were listening to our music and it would it would help them get through that. And those stories stuck with us and they made us, um, you know, understand the the value of of what we do as artists, uh, as, as musicians and entertainers and, you know, how we could actually, um, again, you know, help people to kind of get away from the problems in their lives. And, and so obviously, uh, you know, that's just something that we stuck with. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And we have a link to get tickets to the, the cook-along and sing-along uh, benefiting Cure for the Kids down in our show notes. Yeah. I want to I wanna talk a little bit about the after party because I was lucky enough to, I had a friend call that said, we have two seats that somebody w wasn't able to come. Do you want to come? I went and- You listen, did? Okay, great. It was like the best time ever. I loved this show. Did you have fun doing it? It seemed like it. It was so much fun. Uh, we did, I think it was like four shows at the Venetian. And it was, I'd been friends with Joey and all those guys for a very long time. He had this idea. He said, maybe we could just kind of like do this Rat Pack vibe or whatever. And, and so uh, we just kind of threw it all together, had like four days of preparation and got up on stage and cracking jokes and just, you know, having fun and singing all of our hits together. And, and everyone really liked it. And so, you know, there's uh, talks about doing some other things in the future with that, the after party. Yeah, it was it was so much fun. And when I was there, Coolio was there as a special guest. Oh, and you guys yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Well, and Sean talked to Wanye Morris from Boys to Men recently on a red carpet and he said he's up for it, right? Absolutely. He he can't wait to get back up on stage with all you guys and have more special guests popping in. Yeah, it's so interesting because um I we run into all the Boys to Men guys over the years and um and but then when we really started to do the the after party, uh, the show, uh, we, we became even closer and, and learned more about one another. And so we'll just, we'll just, you know, be talking so much crap to each other and having so much fun backstage and just sharing stories of our, you know, our careers that are parallel in so many ways. Uh, so yeah, I absolutely love uh, all those guys from, from Boys to Men and Wanya Morris. He lives in Vegas. So it's yeah. really cool. It was an honor to work with such an incredible singer uh, who we looked up uh, to for so many years. Mm -hmm. And so we'll look forward to more after party details, TBD. What about Backstreet? Are you guys gonna be back up on stage? 
Well, that's the whole thing. Uh, you know, we've been off for two years. We were in the middle of a world tour. Like uh, uh, we were getting ready. We were down in South America when the pandemic really struck and started. Um, and we had to, we had a 50,000 uh, show um, stadium that we were getting ready to play down in Brazil. And we got the phone call and they're like, you need to jump on a plane and you got to get across the border now, or they're going to close it and not allow anybody back in uh, to, for the safety purposes. And so um, ever since that time, we just had not been on stage together uh, performing. We recorded some, we were in the middle of doing a, um, a Christmas uh, album, which we pretty much finally finished right now. And it's awesome, so great. We were gonna release it this year. That didn't happen. Uh, and we're gonna probably do that next year. And uh, so, yeah, there's like a lot of things on the plate, but we start back in, uh, in June this June coming up in 2022 at the Hollywood Bowl, got a 58 shows in the States nice. all across. Uh, and so we're, we're just gonna finish that up. Um, and, you know, in the meantime, leading uh, from now till June, uh, I, I'm gonna be releasing solo music, uh, gonna be doing some individual things and we're all just hanging with our, our, our kids right now. You know, I got a seven month old and I'm, I'm uh, enjoying every moment that I can with her. I bet. Uh, it's, it's great moments to have. And I know you did just, re you just released a single too, right? Scary Monster? Yes. So Scary Monster was a one-off. I've, you know, I've had over 10 albums with the boys uh, and like four solo albums. So, and now I'm really busy with all my kids, you know, driving <laughs> them to school and, you know, just all being the dad. stuff that goes into being a dad, right? So it's very, you know, I pay, I, pick and choose the kind of things I want to do. So I, I, I released a song called 80s Movie that was right when I had done The Masked Singer. Um, and I put that one out as sort of a one-off and more of a specialty song. And then I, uh, my family, uh, my wife and all of us, we're, we kind of play with like the cryptocurrency stuff and, and we trade like tokens and, you know, invest and all that stuff. And there was this token called Xenu that came out and I really liked it. And they had this plan for all these like NFTs. I collect NFTs. It's funny, I ran into Steve Aoki at an airport. And I'm like, I asked him, I said, hey, do you collect NFTs? He's like, are you crazy? Like, of course I do. Like, and so it's like that whole artistic, like, you yeah. know, world, whatever. So anyways, long story short, um, you know, uh, I did this song called Scary Monster around Halloween. You know, we do the whole theme stuff at the house and decorate the house. Do we do this? Uh, at our house, we do this uh, haunted house that we set up and people come through. We had like a thousand people come through our haunted house. Jeez. And so I released this song called Scary Monster for this token as a theme song oh, and it was fun. So, that's and it's cool. out on Spotify. I love it. Yeah, we were listening to it. I'm like, it's a good tune. It it's is, yeah, yeah. it is. But, it, but it's not, it, it, I appreciate, thank you. Yeah. But it's not, it's not like, oh, this is like the professional, like coming out for a Grammy. No, no, it's <laughs> not gonna, not happening right now. It's uh you never know. It's just, a, it's just a fun, quirky song. Like it was because when I talked to the people from the Xenu token, I, I said, you know, you guys are gonna create all these NFTs and they're zombie themed. Well, I've made a zombie movie. I'm into like that whole scary stuff. My my kids are. My son loves that stuff. He watches all the siren head stuff and all the like lighthead stuff on YouTube and. And so I was able to create my own like lyrical video with these like scary zombie monsters. I'm like, hey, look, daddy's got a song. Yeah. And don't you like this? He's like, yeah, it's cool. And they were singing it on the way to school. So it's like more for that. Yeah. Nick, thank you so much for uh, spending some of your holiday time with us. We, you know what? Let's put it on the calendar for next year, but let's hope that we, that we chat and see each other before then. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have a great holiday. You too. Thank Thanks you. so much, Nick. Thank you. 
So remember, tickets 25 bucks for that virtual dinner and sing-along and only 1,000 tickets available. So if you want to be part of that, get on it quick. I've got my apron ready. I'm ready to cook at home along with Nick. Uh, and a big thank you to all the Backstreet Boy fans who have followed us and who tune in to hear the the interviews with Nick. That BSB Army is huge, millions strong out there, and we appreciate you all. Yeah, they're a great group. Let's do some tips. Yeah. I wanted to talk about Resorts World and the holidays. Because it's brand new, we haven't had a holiday season with this resort yet, right? Right. We've so, seen what other resorts do, yeah. but we haven't seen how Resorts World decks their halls. I know. So we always talk about all the other ones. So you and I have not been to Resorts World for the holidays just yet. I might possibly go this weekend, uh, which is when the podcast drops, but we're recording this a few days earlier. But we do have pictures, and I'm going to put them on our social media. So um, I'm excited about this because it looks really, really cool. I wondered what they would do, but they have this area called the District where most of the restaurants and shops are. And they've decked out the District. And, you know, they have that huge LED globe. Yes, that's that's so cool. Such a cool attraction. Well, that 50-foot LED globe right in the center of the district is transformed into a larger-than-life snow globe. Wow. I know, featuring apparently this captivating digital scenes like for the season, and I bet the pictures are great. Actually, when you take pictures of it, they come out really, really good, which you wouldn't think they would because you're staring at like a screen, you know? That is going to be so cool to see. I'm I'm excited to get over and see that, really. I, makes sense, right? A snow globe. <laughs> hey, and listen, it's a great spot for holiday photos. If it's too late for this year, then go over, take the photos, and save them for next year's cards. I know. That's true. Because they have apparently fun animations like showcasing charming displays of like falling snow on a hillside cabin decorated with Christmas lights and surrounding by trees, a snowman, and more. So that is one of the highlights, I think. So that's right there in the district. Plus, there's a lot of other decorations that will be there and picturesque, like, photo opportunities, apparently, at every turn. And there's lots of turns. Yeah. So those are a lot, of, a lot of festive spots. That's right. And then, you know, I don't even know if a lot of people know about this spot. At the Famous Foods Street Eats, right there, it's kind of like a food court, a little more high-end like food Like a street court. market kind right. of set up. Well, there's actually a speakeasy deep in there, which I didn't even know about. So I've seen people post about that. I didn't realize that's where it was. Yeah, apparently you discover it because you see people walk out and you're like, where did they just come from that wall, (laughs) right? So it's anyway, it's there and it's called uh, the Kitty Kitty Vice Den. Well, they're having a new theme. Here, Christmas Kitty. Ooh. <laughs> okay? We posted pictures on our social. They've got it decked out in some really fun <laughs> decorations. And they've got, like, uh, different kinds of drinks in there. But, yeah, it's a speakeasy that's, you know, tricky to find. I don't even want to tell people where because I think the fun is to go and try and find it. It is. That's part of the adventure. They have colorful string lights and great cocktails available, and it's really cozy. So head over to Resorts World and check that out. Then all the restaurants there also have kind of like holiday dinners. So they have tons of stuff going on there. Just wanted to put it out there because a lot of times we always talk about all the other resorts and what they're doing for the holidays, but this might be something new, fresh, and kind of fun. Right. Cool. And Dana, I do want to point out that this week... As an early holiday gift, we actually have three tips that we're giving out. So Resorts World at the Holidays is tip number one. Tip number two is coming at you right now. And we were just at uh, the rollout, a very intimate uh, dinner for the rollout of this uh, new 
gin that is now available over at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. It is Wonderbird Spirits. They're based out of Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, The really great story of how this rice-based gin came to be and the, the three guys who got together in a very serendipitous way, they all decided to stop doing professionally what they had been doing for years and transition into the world of spirits. And Wonderbird spirits are now available at the Cosmopolitan and will likely be expanding quickly <laughs> through Las Vegas. But we were at a great dinner over at uh, Momofuku at the Cosmopolitan with the founders and great guys, great spirits. Yeah, it was funny because you and I had both never been to that restaurant, been to the Cosmopolitan millions of times, but I have never eaten there. And it was great. And the restaurant is beautiful. And we went into a kind of private room with a window view of the Bellagio. It was great. Also wanted to point out when you say it's a rice-based gin, they were telling us they're the only one like in the country. Yeah. With this, it's not a thing. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's it's well the the base of the gin that they they use is the method is generally reserved for making sake. So, uh, which is the rice based you know mm-hmm. booze from Japan. Um, so they use that concept, but they've developed some really great uh, gins out of that and great cocktails that we tried and it was really creative innovative and if if you're a gin lover or a cocktail lover in general you're going to want to go to the cosmopolitan and check out what they've created yeah and we had a martini that was like sake sea salt and olive it was interesting different different but good and then I loved a couple of the ones toward the end there that were like had that kind of like lime taste to them. And so, anyway, it depends what you love. But there were a lot of citrus. It was really, really good. The food we had was great, too. Those shishito peppers with the smoked salt and lime yes. on top. Uh, we had a great dinner. So head out there and check them out. And if you're interested to look up more about Wonderbird Spirits, they are on Instagram um, just right under their name. And depending on where you are in the country, uh, Wonderbird Spirits may not be available yet. So be sure to go to your local liquor store and ask for Wonderbird Spirits and they can reach out and see about stocking their shelves. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a big gin fan. I loved, I oh, did I really enjoy it. Mean, I had like a terrible night at Sunny's Hotspot in Fredonia, New York <laughs> oh, on um, gin and tonics. <laughs> And I said I will never have a gin and tonic again in my life, and I haven't. <laughs> Sonny's Hotspot oh, was the place to be. <laughs> See, G&Ts, those are my jam. I, I know. love a good Whenever G&T. you say that, I'm like, <laughs> But they did, um, they used the gin in different kinds of ways for our dinner yesterday, and I, I could bear that. It was really, really good. And sticking on the uh, food and beverage theme, Dana, we're moving on to tip number three. That's right, because we told you about a pop-up last week, and a couple people mentioned, like, oh, they wanted to try that out. So there's another pop-up dinner happening. And this one, and and I know we talk a lot about this, how, like, vegan food and plant-based food uh, is becoming more and more popular. So we have a place here called Veggie Nation, and the chef is very popular, and he's going to be doing a pop-up at the Vegas Test Kitchen with a three- 
three-course Italian dinner and wine mm. pairing. This is December 14th at 5.30. So if you're hearing this after December 14th, it's past. But if it's before, um, you might want to go there. The menu looks great. Uh, chef Donald, really known for Veggie Nation, and, and he's a great chef. So if you're interested in checking this out, those pop-up dinners are a lot of fun. That's a great tip, especially if you're looking for a, a one-of-a-kind, unique dining option. So uh, great. Love seeing these pop-up dinners popping up. That's why they call them pop-ups. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next week, we have a lot to talk about. I'm almost going to say it out loud next week because I feel like we have a long list. We're going to have to get through some New Year's Eve things. We are going to tell you more about this big expansion on the highway in between Las Vegas and California. We keep saying, well, we can talk about that next week. We can talk about that next week because today was was packed with other stuff. But what else are we going to talk about next uh, week? We well, have a new attraction that's coming to the Venetian. And if you are a dart player, mm-hmm. which uh, back in my heyday, I when I was at the bars a lot, right. I, I could run a dartboard. But but the funny thing is, is the after the interview, you'll realize, um, and what he told you, was that you don't have to be a great dart player. That to, is true. To join in on this. We're going to tell you all about it. It's a really cool new attraction. You're right. You're going to go see the Christmas show at the Venetian. You'll fill us in on that. you yes, got some family in town. this is Christmas. Going to see that. So we'll talk about that holiday cheer next week as well. Lots happening in Vegas. Um, FYI, if you're planning to come out, the masks are still on indoors. So keep that in mind. And no update on if they're coming off anytime soon. And a big thank you to our sponsor of this week's podcast, Targeted Tax Relief. Tracy is such a trusted and knowledgeable tax professional. She's been doing it for years. As a matter of fact, she's been doing uh, the taxes for the company that Dana and I run. So we put our trust in her. We know that you can put your trust in Tracy as well. Listen, it's always great when you find a good thing, right? I mean, we use her. We have a lot of friends that use her as well. She started this new company, Targeted Tax Relief. And so Tracy's been sponsoring the podcast. We appreciate her and we're happy to put the word out for anyone that might need help negotiating with the IRS. And Tracy is the person to do it. Give Targeted Tax Relief a call today. The number is 888-843-4113. Again, 888-843-4113. 4113. You can also find them online at targetedtaxrelief.com. Remember, you can give them a call for a free, no obligation consultation to see if your case is perfect for them to help with. Targeted Tax Relief, 888-843-4113. That's a wrap for Vegas Revealed, and we will be back next week with Episode 99. I got 99 problems, but a beep, beep, beep. Ain't one. (laughs) And I thought we were going to, I was going to do something a little cleaner, like 99 red balloons. (laughs) Episode 99. (laughs) Listen, you never know what you're going to get with us, do you? No, you don't. We're recording this on December 9th. There's nines everywhere. We need to go hit the blackjack table. (laughs) Or no, we need to go hit the roulette table. I'll play nine, you play nine. I'll do nine red, you do nine black. No, there's not two nines. Oh, there's not? No. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I don't gamble. (laughs) Bye. Have a a great week. (laughs) 